Welcome to Hey Miss Yo. I'm a Hey Miss Yo, and I'm here today with Lynette Clemens. Lynette Clemens is the author of Cheaters Never Win. Lynette, thank you for joining us on Hey Miss Yo. How are you first? I am well. How are you? I'm pretty good. I am so excited to be able to sit here and talk to you and introduce you to my uh, listeners and viewers so they get an opportunity to know who you are because I know you're awesome. So, but today, and you do so much and we're going to try to put all that in this little bit of time that we get to talk. But right now we're here to talk about your amazing book that you wrote. And the book is called Cheaters Never Win, How to Stop Cheating in Any Relationship or Never Start. So Lynette, I got a question. First of all, what made you write a book about cheaters? Well, in 1996, <laughs> it was that long ago. I started to write um, after it, I was in a relationship and um, the young man that I was in a relationship with had an outside relationship that I found, found out about. Now, it was at a time when our relationship was long distance. And so, of course, as you may know, long distance relationships are not always easy to maintain because of that distance. It's easy for other distractions to come in. And um, at the time, I didn't realize that reality. All I knew was the pain that I felt from what had happened. So after um, him and I broke up, I started writing because I felt like I had so much anger inside of me that I needed to get out. Well, so I started writing a book and then I started interviewing people at that time in 96, interviewing different men and women asking the important question, why do men cheat? Why do women cheat? So I asked a, a pool of females and I asked a pool of males who had either been cheated on or who had cheated themselves. So I got that information in through those interviews and I started incorporating that into my book that I was writing previously. Well, after hearing from the different um, people, I kind of got even more upset because it was more of a lack of accountability into one's own personal decision. Because to me, cheating is a choice and it is, a, it is, it is an individual decision. So I put the book on the shelf. Okay. And, and I just so said- what made you take it off the shelf? Well, what made me take it off the shelf in 2019, I believe. So, so fast forward from 96, all the way to 2019 is when I started to pick the book back up. Okay. At that time, it was um, an urgent message about the Me Too movement. So the, okay. Me Too, so the Me Too movement is what sparked my interest in this uh, type of behavior again, because- so Readdressing re re that information that you had before the Me Too movement, okay. Uh, because a lot, I felt like there was a, an important piece of the Me Too movement that wasn't being addressed at that time. Yes, the um, inappropriate sexual behaviors were being addressed. The, the um, discrimination and enforcement was being addressed. But the one thing that I didn't feel like was being addressed was that most of these um, instances happened in cheating situations. These were either married men or women who were messing around on their wives or husbands. Nobody mentioned that important part. So that's what made me say, you know what? I think it's, it's timely. And, okay. and, and everything happens in God's time because I realized that when I picked up the book that I originally wrote, it's much different than the book that you see before you. The book that I originally wrote was me and Abby and Amy and I want a cheater, always a cheater. Leave, <laughs> leave, leave, leave. But as I lived, so I, re I realized why God made me put it down and then pick it up because I had to go through some experiences and okay. for me to actually deliver to you what is in here today. So I kind of scratched my 96 book and left all of that out of me. And I started all so over. Did you leave the anger out, the hurt out? I left the anger out, I left the hurt out, I left the judgment out. And I just put in facts with fact-based evidence to to um, 
to support what my argument and the claims that I'm making in the uh, in the book itself. So I, judgment and everything. So it's it's now it's more about making positive decisions. Okay. On your why of your behavior. So, so tell us about, I know one of the chapters is, I think it's chapter two, figuring out your why. Tell us about how you figure out your why. It is extremely important to figure out your why because until you uh, are accountable for the thing um, that's controlling the behavior, the behavior will continue to be uh, repeated. You will continue to engage in certain activity until you are accountable for that you are actually doing something that is wrong, you know? So the reason why it's important to figure out your why is because that's the only way that you are going to make positive change. If you say, well, I don't see anything wrong with me and it's you, 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 then nine times out of 10, it, that's how you keep repetitive behavior. It's the same thing with an alcoholic. Oh, well, I don't drink, uh, I only drink on occasions or whatever, but when you drink, when you do drink, your behavior changes. Right. So, what, so, so what is causing you to first to even have to drink excessively? That's one. So, so you have to deal with the core of your why, because there's a reason, there's a reason why things happen. And there's an action for every reaction. So to get to the core of your, the why of your behavior is important to making that behavioral change that you need to make to, to be a better person, you know, for yourself as well as for the people around you. So people should figure out the why as to why they cheat. Yes, the, uh, the why of their behaviors, period. So it's okay. not, because, because cheating usually happens in, in stages and for different reasons for different people. So it's about some of those stages, like give us maybe like a, a, a first step, then a second step, something like that. So oftentimes, it's when a person cheats, it, it, also, it oftentimes has to do with them as an individual person. It doesn't always have to do with the person that they're cheating on. However, sometimes that is the case as well. But most of the time, there's something within you. There's a void. That something is some type of void that is within you that only you and God can fill. However, if you don't get to that aha moment, you will find other things around you to help fill that void. And then wonder why you're still incomplete as you're doing these other things. Because so, so basically what you found in your studies is even though they cheat, it still does not fill the void that they're looking to vote. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Absolutely. now they've added extra issues onto a situation trying to fill a void that's never going to be filled by this, but now you welcome in. Go ahead. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly my point. Because if you if you ever experience a relationship yourself, or if you even watch people relationships vicariously, if this person cheats, this and they say they think okay well the reason that i'm cheating is because my wife or my girlfriend doesn't have sex with me enough let's just hypothetically say sex is one of the reasons which sometimes it is um well what in you makes you feel like sex is going to fill that void first of all you have to peel back the layer as to why intimacy what is it with you and intimacy what is well how does that make you feel is it is it um when you're intimate with a person, is it they're validating your masculinity or your femininity? Like, is that all you think you have to offer? Maybe you think that's your best attribute for sex. So you have to peel back the layers of the why of the behavior. What and why is it so why is sex so important to you to go outside of your relationship to get it? You're not gonna die if you don't get it. You know what I mean? Sometimes, oftentimes it's all about communication. So if you okay. communicate with your needs with your partner, then you know you work together and, and compromise and do what you do. That's another reason why compatibility is extremely important in relationships as well. So you don't want to be a person that has a very high sex drive and you're with somebody who doesn't enjoy sex. You know, and, and these are things that you should find out before you enter into a marriage exactly. with this person. Exactly, you have to communicate and get to know each other first. So, so I could go on and on about the different things that you have to uncover your why. So that was just one of, of sex. Now, for some people, it might be attention. 
well, I don't get enough attention at home. This person isn't paying me attention. Well, what inside of you makes you crave that attention? There's a void. You understand what I'm saying? So there's a reason why you you, you need and require attention. Like me, I I don't care. I, I can't say I don't care if my my uh, significant other doesn't give me attention. I care to a certain extent, but I don't care to the point where I'm going to seek it elsewhere. Right. So it's not a it's not a main priority. Same. It's not the same. It's not coming from the person who you really want it from. So, no. so you have to be able to figure out your why and then develop the appropriate coping mechanisms to help you navigate through them so that you can make instead of making negative um, decisions, make more positive ones because at the end of the day it helps you in the long run. If you keep trying to feed something that's never going to be fed, this is why you have people that cheat and cheat and cheat and cheat. And then like, it's like a drug addict. It's like no matter how much they try, they're still not going to be satisfied. So let me ask you a question. If because it is that way, what is I heard you say tool? What is like one of the tools that you urge people to use? You don't have to go into all of them because they need to buy the book and they can read the rest of the tools. They're in there. So just give us one tool um, that that uh, for people because I want we talked about this finding out your why, but then what do you what it let's give me the tool and then I'll ask the question afterwards. So, so the tool is going to be contingent upon your reason. Okay. So that's why you have to figure that out your why first. Well, that's, that's good too. I mean, right there, it's like I the only way to deal with my situation is I have to figure out my why, and I got my why, and then the reason, and then I can start to find things that'll help me along the way. Exactly. So okay. you if you give me a scenario, so so in order for me to, to um, answer that question, you have to give me a scenario because there's multiple reasons why people cheat. So okay, I, so I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you one. Figure but if, one. If a person cheated because this, then how would you help them along the way to figure out their why? Like if you give me a scenario, then I can I can tell you the tool that best fits that scenario. Okay, so um, the scenario, um, well, I think you already discussed it, the, what, the person who says that their sex drive is, um, let's use that one, that they have a high sex drive and their wife is not um, highly sexual as they are. So that let's use that scenario. So for a person who um, struggles with sex and they just have to have it and their spouse is not getting, giving it to them enough, whether it's male or female, the best thing that you can do is sit down and have a conversation with the person. So oftentimes, it's unfair because sometimes a, a, a man and a woman can get into a relationship. Let's say, let's, let's include Christianity in it for a second. A man and a woman can get into a relationship. And if one person is more of a Christian than the other person, the male or the female might say, well, I can't do these certain things with my wife or husband because they might not be that freaky or they might, you know, look at me a certain different way. Well, unless you have a conversation, you won't ever know. It doesn't mean that the person is a frail Christian. I mean, Christians enjoy sex just like everybody else. Yes. Within the lines of uh, uh committed marriage relationship but but if you never have that conversation then of course you you might say well this uh thirsty you know person on the side that you know they they're they're really exposing themselves and they you can look at them and tell that they exude sex and would do just about any and everything then you might go to that person but you never know you go to your wife or girlfriend she might have some tricks on her sleeve too so right. she might teach you a little things, a couple. you know, so, and don't look at her no different. You understand what I'm saying? Don't, yeah. don't, don't look at her as if you can't respect her no more. No, this is what you wanted. And, and it, it's always good to be a combination of things. You right. Know? And at different times, people want different things and it's okay with your wife or your husband to discuss some things and have safe words, you know, yeah. or if something is getting a little out of hand or you're not uncomfortable with it, that you can, um, you know, give a, a yeah. safe word. And the safe yeah. word, I didn't hear you say that again. That's communication. That's the yeah. whole or that's the whole point. You have to communicate with your significant other and an effort for them to understand 
you an effort for them to understand your relationship. So not only not only communication, but there's also a time when you have to realize that I can't always have what I want, and that's okay. So when you get to that and that's okay part, that is like oh, the, the epiphany of everything. So just because you're horny does not mean that you have to have sex. Or what if just because she's offering it and she's not your wife and she had she looks beautiful, she's voluptuous and has the things that you you think are are appealing or appealing does not mean like you say that you have to partake of, of it. Exactly. So you let's let's take this. So what if uh, I'm I'm going to play a, a different part? So I'm I'm going to say well everybody cheats. So, um, I, you know, it's unrealistic for someone to think that they're going to be in a relationship and not cheat when in this society, in this day and age, when we have couples who are uh, poly, poly, uh, or something like that. Yeah, we, where there's more than one person in, involved into a committed relationship that they all agree to this. So the the and then they'll this is this is stuff that I hear. So I'm saying it. Um, and then they'll say something like, "There's more men. There's more women than men." And honestly, in order for every female to be with a man, to have a husband or to have a, a partner, they would have to be sharing. So what do you say to that? I'm gonna I'm gonna present a question to you based on what you um, just said because there are a lot of people who do feel that way that everybody cheats. I do not believe that. I think that's a lie from the pit of hell. And that there's a lot of people who buy into that because they want to validate their inappropriate behavior. No, you do not have to cheat. I am a woman, 48 years old, and I've never cheated a day in my life, and I've had several relationships. Um, so you do not have to, you do not have to, nor do you have to accept being cheated on, nor do you have to accept being in a relationship for the sake of being in a relationship to, to share. I, I, I've never loved anything so much that I wanted to share with other women. And if I love you, I want you all to myself. Yes. And, and not only do I want you all to myself, I, I like to do things with you if I love you. And, and the last thing that I want to know is that you've done all these other things with these other women, and I say that that's okay. Now, I don't wanna kiss you. I don't wanna do, I don't wanna have sex with you. I don't wanna do anything with you because I, I know where you've been. So, so to me, it's a brainwashing thing when, when people are in these uh, polygamy relationships, it's a brainwashing thing. So it's, well, it's well, let me just say this. Um, I, I agree that there's brainwashing to a certain extent, but there are cultures and there are religions that this is not new. And this is actually a part of their religion. But that's it's their religion. It even happened in the Bible in the Old Testament. Right. And so for me, I'm not going to, I'm never going to come from a place of judgment. But what I'm saying is for me to use that, the 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 explanations now if this is your religion and this is something that you've been raised up into and this is okay with you by all means you do you i said but to use that example to justify you having an, another woman and that's not your religion is not fair and to use the population to justify having another person in relationship that's not fair because you're using indicators and filters that have nothing to do with the situation at hand. Because when we made a decision to get married, we chose to be in a monogamous relationship. And what does the Bible say also? When two or more together, or two are joined together, not a more. <laughs> <laughs> no more, no more. When two are joined together. He doesn't say when three, four, or five are joined together. He says when two, two. Right. I agree. I agree. I just didn't want, you know, my issue with, with my statement was people who are not, uh, this is not a part of their religion, but they look at these things and try to use it. You know, if you choose to be a cheater, then you live up to your cheatingness, okay? And don't justify. Accountability. That, that's the whole. Right. 
Like, like really, really talk about why, your why. Why do you feel like you need five why? There's a reason behind that. There's a there's an underlying reason behind that. It's not just, oh, I just want five wives because I can have five wives. No. There's a true reason why. Would your mother didn't give you attention, that attention as a child? You know what I mean? And now you want all of these women to give you attention. So there's a reason so why. So I have a friend that he is actually in, in, but this is their religion, and he's actually in that kind of marriage. I think he has five wives right now. And I'm going to ask him some questions. He has agreed to come on and talk because he understands that when I talk to him, I'm not going to talk to him from a point of judgment, but a point of we have questions and we want to know and whatever. So I've had extensive conversation with him and he's really open to conversations. And I'm going to leave that for when we talk, but I want to get back to the cheating. And let me ask you this question because in chapter nine, you says how to... Go ahead. When you do have the conversation with him, I would also encourage to include the women. Okay, I'll ask. He yeah. said it, 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 it. Both sides of the story because my inquiry would be not so much in him and his decision, but theirs. I've met them. Because, because what, what in you, um, would make this okay? What What is well, it in you that makes it? I and I'm, those are some of the questions, and I'm I'm outside religious. Okay, and um, what I think I'm gonna do because this is a, a topic that a lot of people have a lot of questions about because it seems new, it isn't new, but because it seems new and it seems like it's happening more often that I may open up some questions so uh, viewers can ask their questions. But getting back to your book, all right. Um, okay, so wait, Ms. Nelson, wait, wait. So if, so if you ask, if you ask the, the question to the women, I want to, I want this to be one of the questions that you include. What is it about love that makes you want to share someone that you love with other women? Okay. Yeah, I, I just, that's the part that I, I would love to know the answer to. I want to know that question I've never, too. I've never loved the man. You know, I, I have, because this is what I do, I have to ask questions. I try to not take, let my personal um, experience get in, get in the way of wanting to know the answers. So, but honestly, that's one of my questions as well, because the way I love and the way I want to share love and offer love it, I, there's no room for sharing. There's, there, there is absolutely no room for sharing. And um, so, anywho, right, <laughs> anywho, but it would, in, in, in our circumstance, we're talking about a monogamous relationship. We're not talking about this type because this, these people chose to, um, to, this is what they signed up for. Right, so what, so what makes you even want that is, is so, what no that's what i'm saying i'm gonna leave that to them and i will ask that question but what i want to focus on is for the monogamous relationship us who say we ain't sharing you okay boo boo you just mine and what would make the person say you know even want to look at all these situations because you know as soon as they're caught now it's like well you didn't do this or i wasn't getting this or um you 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 close me out are i mean it's all kinds of stuff that i'm sure you've heard before as to why men cheat but the the question i want to know because for time's sake and we gotta have you on because this this topic is just so juicy that i don't think we can do this in in one sitting so we might have to have another session matter of fact i know we are where we can go a little further I'm, is it okay to ask uh viewers after they view this if they want to um some questions Absolutely. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. So this is my question. This is um, in chapter nine. You talk about how to stop cheating. Talk about that a little bit. So again, with the with the cheating, it's always an individual experience. So I can't generalize and say, voila, this is why this is this is what you need to make stop cheating and and make it general because everybody does it for different reasons. So in the book. I put down if if this is your reason, this is how you should stop. If cheating, if, if, if sex is your issue, this is how you should stop. Okay. If lack of communication uh, is your reason, this is how you should stop. Lack of attention, this is how you should stop. So it's it's geared towards the reason. Okay. So, 
so it, you can never generalize anything. No. So I can make a general blank statement because I don't know the reason for everybody's behavior. It's, yeah. it, it, they're always different. But the, the biggest thing is you have to get to the core of your why. To being able to change any behavior, cheating or otherwise, you have to get to the core reason why the behavior is occurring. That's the number one step to, to being able to stop. Then you have to have an honest conversation with yourself as to, to okay, what does this make me, how does this make me feel and when I do it? You know what I mean? So if you ask yourself, how does it make me feel when I cheat on my boyfriend? Um, you know, then, then in discovering that will help you uncover your why. Because if you say, well, I cheat on my man because this other guy, he uh, buys me things and he makes me feel like a queen. Okay, so now let me tell you something. Pull back that lane. Because what you're saying is to yourself, if you have an honest conversation, is I have low self-esteem and I need someone to help me feel better about myself. That's what you're saying. That is your why. Okay. So you have to really peel back the potato and say, well, when I do it, how does it, how does it make me feel? If it's sex, if it's sex that I want, then how does that make me feel when I go out and I have these different sexual behaviors um, with other people? Or with, for a man, let's say he say, well, it make me feel like I'm that bull, or you know, that I, you know, whatever, whatever. So here you are peeling back that layer. So the layer is, Somebody along the way had convinced you that you wasn't that good. Okay. So how do you deal with that in a more positive way? So once, so you, once you uncover your why, you, you really can change just about any behavior. So And that goes for anything, whether it's a cigarette addiction, whether it's sex addiction, whether it's uh, multiple um, partners, whatever type of addiction. When you uncover your why and you have a real honest conversation with yourself, you then can make the decision and the necessary steps to take towards not cheating. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like so if uncovering that why is extremely important. So each person individually has to say, if I cheated because my wife doesn't communicate with me or my husband doesn't communicate with me, then maybe you have to get a third party involved that can help you um, communicate with each other better. If there's other positive things that you can use as outlets to have better outcomes as opposed to cheating. Because cheating doesn't do anything except hurt people, you know, and it, it just destroys relationships sometimes when children are involved and enjoy, it destroys families. So you wanna make sure that you're making the best decisions based on um, yourself and the people around you. So it, it, there's a, there's numerous reasons in this book, Cheaters Never Win, How to Stop Cheating in a Relationship or Never Start. And it, there's, all, there's a lot of tools and strategies that people can take away from. Um, I'll just go over some of them briefly. I won't, I'll just tell you what they are. I mean, so I'll me, I want you to give me just one. And the reason why I'm going to tell you is because Although you're an author, there is so much more to you. And I know when we get started on this topic, we could we could go for hours and talk about it. And I don't want to use up this space and time only about the book. The book, as y'all see, everybody, as y'all can hear, that this book is so juicy and we can go on for hours and hours about talking about the different levels. But what I hear is the foundation of it is figuring out your why. And there's so much information in this book that will help you and first and foremost before you have to want to do something different you know because if you want to justify why you're cheating then you're always going to find a reason but this book is for you know the devastating issues that come out of having um what cheating does how when you break trust that although you can build it back those cracks remain it's like a glass when you break it you may be able to put the pieces back together together but it's never quite the same and we're not saying that you can't recover from cheating because we we know based on her 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 test results that you can however why put your relation through something that it's going to struggle with when there's so many other things that cause a struggle on a relationship and Exactly. So is there any, tell us that one thing and then we're going to talk about you because you are amazing and 
all of the things that you do. Um, and I don't know if we're going to have enough time for all of that. But go ahead. Give us a, that, the one thing and then we'll talk about you more. So romance, I'll just go over some of the things. So romance is important. Uh, honest and open communication, time, trust. Uh, sex is also covered in, in here. There's also uh, finances because there's financial um, struggles that people have. But one of the th reminders, oftentimes we get too comfortable in uh, long-term relationships specifically, and we don't always remind our significant other that we still are just as, as much in love with them today that we were uh, years ago. So you just want to keep in mind that if you truly want your relationship to work, you have to make positive um, decisions about what you do with your life, um, not only for you, but for those around you. So when there's a better you, there's a better universe. Ooh. So uncover okay. your why and get the book, Cheetah's Lemmer Win, How to Stop Cheating in Any Relationship or Never Start. It is available now on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Lulu.com, and many of your book retail locations. So thank you, Ms. Nelson. You're welcome, and we're going to make sure those links are available um, underneath, you know, on this post and on this, um, so you'll be able to, uh, you guys, you got to get this book, I'm telling you, um, we are just scratching at the surface of what is in it, it is packed full of goodness, um, and uh, it has been something that's been in the works for, what, 15 years? <laughs> How many years was it? For a decade. For a decade, and you know... It was, it was, I, I enjoyed the part, I know we're supposed to be moving on, but I enjoyed the part of how when it's, this book is not emotional and I'm male bashing people who cheat. This is, if you really are looking for tools that will help you correct some bad behaviors or create, correct some misinformation or learn how to deal with your why or, you know, figuring out your why, this is what you need. And she's available too. She is, so the, we're going to start finding out who this person is. And you can reach out to her at the, the different places that she's going to tell us about. But Miss Lynette, not only are you an author, you are a uh, award-winning actress as well. Tell us about your award. So um, I, I act, I, I've done several stage plays as well as some short films. Um, and I, I act on my own. I'm not under an agency or anything, um, but I won an award in 2019 as Best Supporting Actress for a web series. At the time, it was called um, Church Folk Secrets, but now it's called The House of Secrets, so it's under the production of The Keys Productions. Tony Harris um, is one of the writers, well, is the writer and director, I should say. So I won an award for that, and I also won an award, um, the Triumph Arts Award under Rick Watson Productions as well for my acting. Um, her acting is amazing. I mean, I remember I I I check her out. I follow her, and it's like you are drawn in and you, you stop believing that you're at a play and that you're actually a fly on a wall in a scene and it's like oh my god so you feel the emotion you feel the love you feel the pain and thank you for that for bringing these characters to life as well as being an actress you are also an entrepreneur tell us about your uh, company um love exquisite makeup yeah thank you um, so before I go into that, though, I also want to let um, the people out there know that I'm also in a short film that's coming up called Love Happens Again. So that is going to be out the end of fall, uh, probably on Amazon Prime. Love Happens is also already out on Amazon Prime, which I'm in as well. And then there's also going to be another film called uh, The Deepest Cut that I'm in. It's going to be an awesome film that after we get through this pandemic, we'll know um, what to, what we have to look forward to as far as dates. Another film that I'm in is called Sound Mind. So I wanna make sure that I plug these ladies, Eli and Lou, under Eli and Lou Entertainment. Um, they have a 12, um, 12 film. It's, a, it's one film, but it's 12 short films. 12, <laughs> it's 12 short films in one film. And they're also adding spoken words. So it's gonna be an amazing piece. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So again, once we get through this pandemic, we'll we'll have some entertainment to look forward to. Now, fast forward to Love Exquisite Cosmetics. Um, that is a beauty product line that I launched in 2018. 
It's an online beauty product line where we carry everything from foundation, concealer, lip gloss, eyeshadow, makeup, everything, everything makeup. So for all you makeup lovers out there, you can find affordable hypoallergenic as well as paraben free makeup on lovetakesquisite.com. And I'll have to spell that. decide that you wanted to act and I mean like it seems like all of this stuff it was becoming an author tell us what fuels you to to pursue all these different venues um so exquisitely <laughs> thank you thank you well acting kind of was something that I I never even entertained I never even thought about it but um 2016 was when I started acting. Um, a friend of mine knew someone who was bringing the play for Colored Girls to uh, Philadelphia. And I loved the movie. I loved Tyler Perry's version of the movie. So I always wanted to play Janet Jackson. Once I saw her in, that, in the movie, she was the color red. And I was like, wow. So I started getting interested in, in her role. So I shared that with one of my friends, Ebony Williams. And when, she, when the play was coming here, she was like, I think you should audition. And so her friend Stephen Kemp said the same thing. I think you should audition. So I'm like, I don't act. You know, I've never been to acting school. I don't really know whatever. I said, let me think about it. So I went into prayer about it because I now I'm, I'm wise enough to do things uh, with this, you know, consult consulting God first. So once I got through um, consulting God, I was like, okay. Um, let me let me think about. It. So I, I pulled up um, the scene from Tyler Perry's movie where Janet Jackson was on the bed and she was saying, "I loved you on purpose." And I was like, "Ooh, I felt that." So I was like, "Yeah, maybe I should do it. That's what I want to do." So I was like, "If she says no, if the person, the casting person says no, what do I have to lose?" If she says no, she says no. So I was like, so "That morning, something was like go." without hesitation. So I got in the shower and got dressed and I went to audition. And she was like, hmm, <laughs> yellow, orange, or red? As if to say, who do you want to be, you know? Wow, you had your choice. Uh, well, I had my choice and, until another red came in. <laughs> and she was very good, you know? She had, had been acting for years, but she got the red. And then I got yellow. And then yellow just so happened to be what? My favorite color. So, so that I was Janet like, Jackson though, right? That was still Janet Jackson, right? No, that was it was um I don't I'm the girl who yellow was the girl who I, I um her name is LaRoche. LaRoche? Lava. I know who you're talking about. I, I forget her how to pronounce her name, but yeah. Uh, Layla Rashawn, Layla Rashawn. That's okay. Who, Layla Rashawn. That's who. That's who Yellow was. So once I did, once I got my feet wet, I loved it, and I was like, "Wow, who who knew?" You know. And so from that on, I just kept doing it, and it like kind of took off. And then I realized oh, I'm actually kind of good because <laughs> I realized that acting allows me, it's weird, but acting allows me to be myself. Even though, even though it seems like, uh, it, to me, this is for me and my own personal reason okay. why I like acting, because some people like it for different reasons, but it allows me to be me without the fear of being judged. Because okay. I'll give you a, a reason why. Because I can be on the stage if I'm having a bad day and I want to do like this, I can do that and you're not going to judge me. You're going to laugh. Yeah. But if it's in real life, eh, 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 then you're going to be like, mm -hmm, look at it. She just like, you know, you see what I'm saying? So, it, so it, your characters, if I, if I can interject, so your characters is a way to channel emotion that normally may not be your character, but you can push it out and give it to something and, and I release it. You, I can convince you 
that I'm that person. Wow, that's good. I like it. I like it. And yes, you had you did convince me and everybody that was in the room that saw it. It was a uh, 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 heart wrenching and it was moving, moving. You know. Thank you. I wanted to whip his behind. I was like, why would he do that? <laughs> You guys seen the movie, so you you understand what I'm talking about. But I have so before we uh, end, um, I want to ask you uh, this question. Um, you told us how old you were, and we got to go back there. But and you also told us when you started acting in 2016 that the book was written in 2018. 18. And when it was published. Right, but it was book in, written in 2018. When did you start your uh, company? 2018 as well, 2018 as well. So the, the reason why I'm bringing these things up is my one of my tags is there is no expiration to a dream. And you are a prime example that maybe for whatever reasons, I'm glad we you took the emotion out of writing a book so that it was God's timing and everything happens in his timing. And some people think that when they don't do something in their, you know, years ago, that they'll never have the opportunity to do it again. I want to first commend you on your courage, uh, your your tenacity for for be, being able to lock hold of your dream and go after it. Can you just, as we leave out, as we end this um, this this session that we're talking about, tell us in your words. What was it like back then when you said, now is the time? So one of the things that um, kind of sparked me to just go for it was that I knew that no matter what, I, I wouldn't fail. And, and, I, and, I, and not that I wouldn't do things wrong, but I, look, I don't look at life as failing. I look at life as experiencing life. So what I'm doing is I'm experiencing life without without boundaries, without bars. And if I if if it doesn't happen fast enough, or if it doesn't happen the way that I want it to happen, it's okay. Yes, because guess what I do? I learn from the experience. So if if my book was not successful, it would it was I, I reached if I reached one person, it was a success. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? If my cosmetic line doesn't make a million dollars and is not as big as those others that, um, you know, there's a lot of beauty product lines out there. So if my beauty product line is not as successful, it's okay. It's okay. I still love doing what I do. So the most important thing is to never give up and to never let anybody tell you that your age restricts you from what you can or cannot do. Just don't get stuck in a place where you, where you die not ever having lived. Right. So what I'm doing, like all of these things that I'm doing is living. They're experiencing, there's experiences that I'm living. So finally, I guess in my singleness, I think it has a lot to do with, I have the time. In my singleness, I have so much time to do me. You know, whereas when I was in a relationship, I was busy doing us. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I do. I kind of put me behind my man, and, and, I, and I was helping him cultivate his business and growing his business. But once once we parted ways, then I, I had no choice but to now focus on me. So I said, I'm going to start doing me and doing what, what makes me happy and doing what I want to do at, to benefit other people which is another reason why I started the Love Exquisite magazine. So I forgot to touch on oh, that. Oh, we forgot about the magazine. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's okay. It's a part of um, the Love Exquisite um, makeup line. And what it does is it, it provides different articles of different topics that people deal with every day. And it helps you learn how to deal with things better. So my whole the whole purpose for me is to help people learn how to navigate this thing called life in a better way. Wow. That's and that's amazing. That's I know, I know, me too. <laughs> it's so amazing. Thank you so much. Um, I am so happy that you created all these areas where people can grow, love, learn, change, uh, re, re, redirect some things, and you've given them tools. This is all about, you know, I love 
we don't get an opportunity to do it over. You know, this is the only life we get to live and we have to start living life intentionally and on purpose in this moment. And we see that you kind of cornered the market on learning how to live life on purpose intentionally in, right now. So thank you so much. Welcome. Can I share one more thing? Yes, yes, go ahead. I don't want, I don't want people to watch this and think that, uh, oh, I had it all together, you know what I mean? Or that I've never experienced things. The reason that I'm able to communicate the things in this book and in my magazine articles is because I've been through a lot, you know what I mean? And like I said, life has taught me so many things. And if I can help somebody not have to go through what I went through, my, my work is done. So I, I just want people to not think that you know, because somebody said to me, well, one time I was trying to help them, they like, well, you get off your high horse. And it's like, no, I'm not on a high horse. I, I've been where you are. Right. You know, granted, I've elevated since then, but that doesn't make me know better than you are because I've been there. So, so I'm basically, basically what I hear is, I'm not saying I'm better than you. I'm saying I've been through that. And you don't have to go through what I went through. My pastor, Pastor Anise Williams says that the work, the, the hardest lesson is the one you have to learn yourself. He exactly. says, if you know people that have gone through stuff and they've, they've gone through the pain, the hurt, the trial, and then recovered and have the victory, why not learn from their experience? That's what parents do. That's what kids out there, when you have parents, you have parents that are teaching you, not because they want to take the fun away from it. And what I hear is she's not trying to say, she don't want you to have, you know, take the fun out of a relationship. She wants you to have a more fulfilling relationship because you're communicating and your partner is able to understand. And then when they can't find someone that can uh, mediate between you guys, this has been overwhelmingly awesome. I just want to thank you for this, this Lynette Clemens. I thank you for joining us on Hey Miss Yo. And yes, we got to get back on because I have like a hundred questions and I know that you have burst in with a whole lot more answers. And I knew when we started talking about this subject that we would have a lot to talk about, but the basis of this interview was about you. You and, and daring to dream and daring to go after your dream despite obstacles, kicking fear in the behind and saying, you know what? I may not have did it before, but I'm doing it now. And when I say doing it, you are doing a daggone thing, aren't you? Thank you. I'm trying. I'm trying. God's grace. You are an inspiration to me and most and a lot of people that I know. And I just wanted to share this inspiration across online and on the airways so people can get get to share and know who you are and um before we go i want you to give your handles your instagram your facebook are the one place where they can find all of this information i will see to make sure that i put those on this post so people can stay in connection with you sure so on instagram you can follow me at love exquisite llc on Facebook, you can follow me at LBaby, LMC. So LBaby is one word and LMC is another word. So pretty much on Facebook, I'm talking with my family. And then on Instagram, I'm promoting my um, cosmetic line. So, but How can we read the magazine? So the magazine is available on loveexquisite.com. So if you go onto my um, beauty product line website, loveexquisite.com, again, it's L-O-V-E. E-X-Q-U-I-S-I-T-E, -E. you will see an icon to click on for the magazine that says click here and it'll take you right through our um, Love Exquisite magazine. So very broad. You also can subscribe to my YouTube because I started a YouTube channel at Lynette Clement. It's under my name, Lynette Clement, L-Y-N-N-E-T-E. -E. What you talking about on your YouTube channel? So on my YouTube channel, I take some of the articles that's in the Love Exquisite magazine and I put them out, out on YouTube. So there's information out there about love, there's information out there about do not expect perfection. It's, so it's, it's about the love of relationships as well as um, learning by design. So a lot of different, there's a lot of good tools that I'm, I'm putting out there because it's in me and I want to share it with all of you. So great. Make sure that you subscribe to that. And I, I want to thank you, Ms. Nelson. Wait, the book. Where can we get the book at? So, so the book can be purchased on barnesandnoble.com. can also be purchased at Target, 
as well as Amazon and Lulu.com, L-U-L-U.com. There's other book retailers. If you just Google Cheaters Never Win, How to Stop Cheating in Any Relationships, it'll, it'll populate up. Um, so please support um, uh, authors like myself as well as Delonta Nelson, who's truly an inspiration to me as well. So thank you, Joe, for having me on your show. <laughs> All right, thank you for uh, coming in. And yes, we got to talk about this some more. So guys, this is it. This is the end of our uh, uh, our broadcast. So if you want to hear more from, I know you do. I know you do. Go to our YouTube, buy the book. You got to buy the book. And for you ladies, get some of that beautiful uh, makeup that she's having. Check her out. She's the real deal, guys. Thank you and have a great day. This has been awesome. Thank you, Miss Wait, we should talk about. Go ahead, Mr. Nelson. Don't stop yet. I did. Yolanda and I had. Yolanda and I had a upcoming royal ball that we want all of you to attend. The in royal the Philadelphia ball area. In Philadelphia, um, on August the first at eight. So the tickets are on sale now. So make sure you get your tickets. Be grown and sexy. And we're going to have a party. Now, I hope everybody is staying safe in this pandemic that we're going through right now. Um, but hopefully by August, before August, this will all be over and we can go out and have a good time and enjoy each other's company. And, so we, and there's something else that you said that we're doing at the ball, the Royal Ball, whoop, whoop, where we're going to yeah. wear our gowns and get all dialed up. We are going to celebrate all of the people who were unable to celebrate their birthdays during the pandemic. So tell us about it. So go ahead. So everybody that um, had a birthday during the quarantine that didn't get out to celebrate, we encourage you to get the tickets to come out, bring your friends and family, because we are celebrating all birthdays from the quarantine from March all the way up until August. So make sure that you get your tickets. We're going to do one big soul train line for <laughs> birthdays. Uh, shine a light. Hey, somebody shine a light on so we're gonna yes. So we're gonna have a good time and we want y'all to yeah. come out and be at IHSC um, ballroom. The tickets are on a dip right and you can get them from myself as well as your mom and us. So and thank y'all. And just to let you guys know. We have been gifted uh, more, we, we have been given, because of the everything, we've been given a larger room. So where we only had, uh, uh, we were almost out of our original tickets. We have an additional amount of tickets to sell to you guys as well. So, you know, for those who have that tickets, they'll be honored. And for those who still want tickets, we got tickets for you. And you don't have to be in the Philadelphia area to come. We have people coming from, um, different states. I'll be flying in from St. Louis and you know, so you know, we all are going to want to run out and be going and go Woo! when this is all over. So just, you know, why not share, share your time with us? Yeah. Okay. Anything yeah. else before we go? That's it. All right. Thank you so much, Miss Lynette, and we will Thank talk you. to you later. Bye. Thank you.